right, we're back. Anyways, before we went to break, I was saying that uh, we are now on iHeartRadio. Yes, we officially are on iHeartRadio. I think that's pretty cool. Some of you might not think it's cool. Some of you might say, well, you suck regardless. And um, unless you're on KFI 640 AM or Salem Network, uh, you're just a a jerk off. Maybe so. But the iHeartRadio thing is pretty cool because at least – uh, we reach now a lot more people than we did before. And a lot of cars are now equipped with the whole iHeartRadio app built right into their console. So that's kind of cool. So you can check us out on iHeartRadio. Uh, I tweeted it last night. Um, it's iHeartRadio.com, uh, and you just type in the Rob Zakari show. And if you do that, we will come up and you will see it and you can listen to us and enjoy, um, every show that we do. So check it out. iHeartRadio, the Rob Zakari show. All right. So let's talk about, and I had this story from yesterday. Uh, I, I had this story from yesterday, and I wanted to, um, you know, go through it. And then we got uh, not, you know, the whole Hillary uh, almost dying uh, <laughs> thing happened. And we spent uh, the day talking about that. But this narrative, and I want to talk about this uh, narrative for a few minutes because during the last segment, uh, Hussein Obama, Hussein Obama was doing a rally because Hillary's recuperating and they need a fill in. So he went out and tried to rally up the crowd. Try to try to gin them up, get them excited. And it's funny because when it's Obama or it's Biden or um, Elizabeth Warren, who is the skinny version of the gym teacher from Porky's. Actually, Elizabeth Warren is is, is your prototypical gym teacher, woman's gym teacher in every single uh, TV show, movie. That is the gym teacher. She, it, it, that, uh, imagine Elizabeth Warren in a tracksuit with a whistle around her neck. That's the woman's gym teacher. Come on, ladies. Come on. Time for stretching. Line up. Everybody get on the line in front of me. All right, now let's do a little toe touches. All right, ladies, now spread those legs. Spread them a little bit. That's it. Spread them. Spread them a little bit. A little bit more. There you go. 
There you go. Very good. Now, together. Bend. There. Very good. Again. Bend. Very. Kathy. Kathy, you're not bending enough. You need, you need to bend more. Bet, touch those toes. Bend. That's it. Spread them a little more. Spread them. There you go. Yeah. That's Elizabeth Warren, <laughs> the woman's gym teacher in every single television show and movie you've ever seen. All right. When they do these rallies, none of them talk about what Hillary Clinton or the Democrats, for that matter, are going to do and have done for the American people. Their entire speech is, Trump is horrible. Trump is bad. Trump is a racist. Trump supporters are racist. Trump is a bigot. That, that's the entire speech That's the entire speech It's not, hey This is what we're going to do for you This is what we have done for you Your life Is the way it is right now Which it is great And it is great Because of us Democrats And we've done All of these things They don't do that And they especially don't do it with Hillary Clinton. There's nothing they could say about Hillary Clinton that gives a glowing record. I mean, there really isn't. You you can't say she was a good Secretary of State. There's no accomplishments. Seriously, there's no accomplishments. Absolutely no accomplishments. What do you say? I heard one liberal say, well, you know, look, she prevented Iran. She was part of the Iran deal and prevented them from getting a nuclear weapon. That, that really, really, that's, I, Iran's talking about shooting down our planes. All right, come on, man. Get, get, give me something else. That's the only thing. That, that, that's it. There's not one thing that Hillary Clinton did as Secretary of State that was successful. Nothing. So her time as Secretary of State was a failure. Her time running for president, remember, she did this before. She didn't come this close. She lost to Barack Hussein Obama. So her running for president was a failure. Think about that. She failed at that. So her resume reads, Secretary, just go in reverse. Secretary of State, failure. Running for president of the United States, failure. Then she was a senator. I don't know if anything was accomplished. She likes to invoke 9-11 and passing a bill to get money for 
and to rebuild certain aspects. I mean, not exactly. <laughs> it's not. It's not exactly a. Uh, it's it's not exactly a a hard thing. I mean, the 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 hole is still smoking. Where the World Trade Center collapsed, that that hole is still smoking. There's still there's still human remains in there. There there's still the smell of death. It's not that hard to go to the president. And go, hey, we need to get some things for New York. Not that difficult. So the Democrats can't tout her success. It's nothing to tout. Absolutely nothing to tout. There's no success. <laughs> no success. So now it's Trump is a bigot, Trump is a racist, Trump is this, Trump is that, blah, 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 blah. And then the other conversation is Trump is graded on a curve. Trump is graded on a curve. He's graded on a curve. And everybody's too easy on him. And it's not fair. It's not right. This shouldn't be happening. It's wrong. It's not fair. I mean, it's like a whining crybaby. So Politico, liberal hack, and the two reporters, Eli Stokels and Hades Gold, over-the-top hacks, like over-the-top hack. You can't get more hacky than Eli Stokels and Hades Gold. So they write an article, and again, this Donald Trump gets a pass. So here's the headline, why Donald Trump gets a pass. Hillary Clinton lamps a media double standard, but it's the voters who are grading on a curve. So here's Obama today using talking points from Politico and Eli Stokels and Hades Gold. Donald Trump's trip to Mexico is declared a success even after he mischaracterized the crux of his conversation with Mexico's president. The GOP nominee is now described as presidential for shifting from insult-filled ad-lib performances to insult-filled scripted speeches. And he scored points for confidence and style despite failing on substance during light questioning on the most important national security issues of the next presidency. Even the way NBC's Matt Lauer teed up a question during last week's Commander-in-Chief Forum brought one reality of this 2016 campaign into stark relief. Donald Trump is now being graded on a curve. 
had very different background in business, Lawler told Trump. So nobody would expect you to have taken over the last 20 years really deep dives into some of these issues. But I'm curious about what you're doing now. They didn't like that. The me- Tony, the media lost their mind that Matt Lauer didn't kick Donald Trump in the testicles. I mean, that's basically what they wanted him to do. Seriously, that's what they wanted him to do. Because what else was he supposed to ask? It's the same thing with other reporters. Every single day, any surrogate that is on with, whether it's Brooke Baldwin or Anderson Cooper or Don Lemon, and that surrogate is from Donald Trump, they say, so is Donald Trump going to release his tax returns? And the surrogates go, he's under audit. He's not going to do it. But we've talked to experts who say it doesn't matter if he's under audit. Well, his advisors say it does matter, so he's not going to release the tax returns. But Hillary Clinton has released 30 years of tax returns. Yeah, Okay, so don't you think it's about transparency and transparency for the voters? Well, he can't release his tax returns. There. I have watched Brooke Baldwin. I've watched Anderson Cooper. I've watched Wolf Blitzer. I've watched uh, Lawrence O'Donnell. I've watched countless, countless hosts. Ask surrogates, Kellyanne Conway, this morning, she got grilled. Kellyanne Conway told the girl, I can't remember who it is on CNN. She said, well, are you, are you saying he's a liar? Notion from Hillary Clinton and Barack Hussein Obama that somehow no one is asking Donald Trump about his tax returns, or no one is asking Donald Trump about things that he has said in the past, or that uh, people are not reporting on things that Donald Trump has said in the past. Every day, Washington Post does a story about something involving Donald Trump from 10 years ago, 20 years ago. New York Times did an article dating back uh, to the 80s to show Trump as a misogynist. It's like they're upset because the voters have said this stuff doesn't matter. So they're beside themselves. It's 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 like somebody not accepting that what they're doing is wrong. So they just keep doing it over and over and over again and saying it's another problem. So it's the textbook dish definition of insanity mixed with denial. 
So it's like a football team who's got a horrible quarterback and they lose every single game because the quarterback is their quarterback is Casey Keenum. Casey Case Keenum. Okay, for the Rams. But yet they talk about the defense or they talk about the wide receivers or they talk about the running back. But they never ever point to the quarterback and say, but he's the problem. So Democrats keep saying, well, the media is not asking Trump tough questions. The media is not pressing Donald Trump. What are you talking about? What do you, what are they supposed to do? Go and kick Donald Trump in the testicles? Is Wolf Blitzer supposed to say to Kellyanne Conway, so uh, is Donald Trump going to release his tax returns? Uh, Wolf, the uh, advisors, the business advisors for Mr. Trump have told him not to release. Well, you know what, Kellyanne, here's what's going to happen. If in three hours I do not get those tax returns, I'm going to reach over the desk and I'm going to punch you in your breasts, okay? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to punch you in the face. That, what are they supposed to do? Again, it's liberals and Democrats blaming everybody else except for their candidate. You have people that say, I despise Hillary Clinton, and I despise Democrats so much that I could give two craps about Donald Trump's tax returns. I could give two craps about how much money personally has donated to charities. That, that, that's the other big controversy, according to Obama and Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton and the gym teacher. That, that's the other controversy. We want to know how much Donald Trump has given to charity, because according to the Washington Post, he hasn't given any of his own money. He has a foundation where he solicits money from other people. And then that money gets put into his foundation. And then that money is given to people. So really, it's not his money. And the Democrats, the Hillary Clintons, the surrogates, want somehow... The I don't know, Wolf Blitzer, Anderson Cooper, to beat up the surrogates to say what? It's like, I don't get it. I, I, I don't understand. Like I said, Obama, they're mad. at. That's why Hillary Clinton did the basket of deplorables. That's why she said they're so pissed off. That voters don't give a crap about these things 
that keep getting brought up every single day, but yet Hillary's not up by 70 points. They, they can't fathom it. So in turn, they go, oh, it's the media's fault. And, and you hear Hades Gold and Eli Stokels saying, well, Matt Lauer, Matt Lauer was soft on Trump. How, how was he soft on Trump? And this is all because he asked Hillary Clinton about her emails. Because in the liberal world, the liberals are not supposed to be, you have to attack Donald Trump or a Republican for that matter. If that was Mitt Romney, the same thing would have happened. Matt Lauer was supposed to attack Donald Trump in a vicious, evil, nasty way. Which he did. When he's bringing up three, four-year-old tweets talking about rape and, again, he brought up the tough questions. The liberals are mad that he asked Hillary questions about the email server. If they never, if he never asked Hillary about uh, the emails, nobody would have complained. They would have applauded Matt Lauer. They would have said, what an awesome job Matt did. Yeah. The only reason they didn't is because he asked her about the emails. That's it. He wasn't supposed to. He wasn't supposed to. Supposed to. So Obama and Clinton and Bill Clinton, when, when Bill Clinton goes, Donald Trump hasn't been transparent with his medical records. He hasn't been transparent with his tax returns. The media needs to question him more about that. They do every single day. If you get the same answer every time you ask the question, what more can you do? Like I said, Hillary, she did what she did. She lashed out at the Trump supporters and called them all deplorable, racist, bigots, xenophobes. Because they're not giving a crap if Donald Trump's foundation gave money to veterans or whatever it is, and the money wasn't necessarily out of his pocket. It was out of other people's pockets. So Obama knows he can't attack the voters. He learned that with clinging to guns and religion. Hillary messed up. She attacked the voters. So instead, Obama attacks the media like the media isn't doing their job.
And now you got people like Eli Stokels and Hades Gold. Continuing, with fewer than 60 days left in this campaign, news organizations are still struggling to square their approach to, to covering two candidates who couldn't be more different. Hillary Clinton, who adheres to the established rules of engagement, and Trump, a convention-busting, media-dominating nominee with an asymmetrical campaign. The result? Clinton's advisors, the news executive, and they admit, is a wide gap in what the public expects and accepts as credible from the country's top two presidential candidates. Trump's bar is undeniably far lower than Clinton's. Clinton's campaign points to several pieces of evidence. She has put forth a 9,000-word plan for defeating ISIS, for example, while Trump says only that he has a plan but must keep it secret. Clinton's people argue that the media have spent more than a year producing critical coverage of Clinton's use of private email server and the Clinton Foundation donations, despite several official investigations turning up no hard evidence of corruption. Meanwhile, news organizations are uncovering Trump's $25,000 donation to Florida's attorney general and the AG's subsequent decision not to join an investigation of fraud claims against Trump University for which Trump was fined by the IRS. Okay, but open and shut. That's open and shut. I mean, we could go through how uh, it's completely different, and we haven't discussed this, and maybe we'll discuss how it's completely different and break down that whole quote-unquote controversy and compare it to Hillary Clinton and her uh, situations, but put that aside because this isn't about that right now. This is about this whole media bias, okay? How somehow they go, they go easy on Trump. The whole Florida Attorney General, Trump donation, Trump University, IRS find is open and shut, meaning... Trump gave a donation to Pam Bondi's election, re-election campaign. She had an event at one of Trump's hotels uh, or clubs, Mar-a-Lago. Subsequently, around the same time, the Attorney General's office decided that they weren't going to pursue fraud claims against Trump University. Subsequently, the IRS found that the money that Trump donated shouldn't have been donated from the foundation and in turn fined Trump by the IRS. Open and shut. There's, there's, No more to the story. Trump did something that was wrong. The IRS fined him. He paid the fine. 
You can ask Trump, did you do this? Was it pay for play? Trump says no. Okay. They go to Pam Bondi. Was it pay for play? She goes, no. Did you and Trump ever talk about it? No. End of story. It was discussed. End of story. There's not more to the story. Do you all get it? It could smell like crap. I almost said a dirty word. It could smell like crap. No problem. But if you watch the crap, you smell the crap, you pick up the crap, you throw the crap away, end of story. What more can the press do? Are they going to arrest Pam Bondi? Are they going to arrest Donald Trump? What else can be done? It's been investigated. The Washington Post investigated it. The New York Times investigated it. What more can be investigated? If it smells like crap, it's probably crap. Was it pay for play? Maybe. Maybe it was. But there's no more to it. There's nothing more to get out of it. It is what it is. Now, when you compare it, which is exactly what the Clinton people did, if you compare it to the private email server and Clinton Foundation stories, they're not done. The email uh, server stories keep coming out. More and more pieces of the puzzle keep coming out. And people from day one have said to the Clinton camp, hey, if from the beginning you guys would have just came clean on everything, this wouldn't be still going on. If from day one you guys would have came clean, this would not still be going on. But from day one, information that was told to the public and told to the press eventually was proven wrong. And people in the Clinton campaign knew it would be proven wrong. They consciously made the point to just roll with it. When Hillary Clinton said, I did the private server, I did the personal server, personal email, so I could have one device, she knew that eventually it was going to come out that she had over 13 devices. She knew eventually the things she said a year ago were going to be proven lies. When the FBI report comes out, and she's talking about not remembering, hitting her head, forgetting big chunks of her life, not knowing what C was. So, 
the Trump University Pam Bondi situation is not being talked about because the situation is over. This is what happened. It was wrong. The IRS penalized them and her, whoever. Was it pay for play? No. How do you prove it? Well, you can't. Does it look like it? Yeah. Okay. What's the point? What more information can you get? Unless there's recordings, unless there's video of Pam Bondi and Donald Trump going, all right, now, Pam, I'm going to give you this. Unless there's that type of stuff, the story's done. But Hillary's private server, it's not done. There's more and more information that keeps coming out. So in turn, the story keeps coming up. The Clinton Foundation, more and more stories keep coming up. Things that nobody has talked about because the media ignores it. All of a sudden, pops up. This is the Clintons' fault. Like I said, the Democrats are trying to blame everybody else besides Hillary. Because they are so pissed off. At the end of the day, they didn't go Bernie Sanders or Joe Biden. They are so pissed off that they can't see straight. So in turn, they're making up this wild crazy just narrative that somehow the media sits around and pleasures themselves to Trump. And it's just not true. And then Eli and Hades Gold continue. Over the weekend... Clinton found herself under fire for describing half of Trump supporters as a basket of deplorables, even as charges of racism and misogyny among some Trump supporters have been substantiated by video and print coverage of his rallies. Well, hey, Hades Gold. Hey, Eli Stokels. You can't say, okay? And this just, again, shows you how... This, this, it's like you have the Democrats, Clinton, Obama, the whole crew, blaming the media for not doing their job. And then you have the media pretending they're not blaming them for doing their job, but they're trying. It's weird because here's Hades Gold and Eli Stokes making a comparison that is pretty ridiculous. Hillary Clinton says half of Donald Trump's supporters are racist, misogynist, vile human beings. So you're talking 30 million people, okay? Or 25 million people. 60 mil- if, if Donald Trump loses... He's going to lose with anywhere between 59 and 60 million popular votes. So break that in half. You get 30 million. 
So Hillary Clinton said 30 million supporters are racist, misogynist, homophobes, Islamophobes. And here Hades Gold and Eli Stokels are backing up that, that, that claim by saying video throughout the campaign has captured different Trump supporters playing racist, homophobic, misogynistic, Islamophobic, bigoted actions. That's a bold-faced lie. That, that, that is a bold-faced lie and two liberal hacks trying to somehow justify and put a narrative spin on this whole uh, Donald Trump is being judged and being treated on a curve. To say two or three people at this rally, two or three people at that rally, five or six people at this rally add up to 30 million? Because that's what Hades Gold and Eli are trying to sell you. That's what they're trying to sell you. Hillary Clinton found herself under fire for describing half of Trump supporters, which is 30 million. And if you want to go lower, go 10 million. Okay? 10 million of his supporters are racist, misogynist, xenophobes, homophobes. And there's video. I mean, if anything, what Politico, Eli Stokes, and Hades Gold are doing are what everybody condemned Trump for doing. So when Trump said on 9-11, thousands of Muslims celebrated the towers coming down. And everybody said Trump is a liar, Trump is crazy. And then as reports started to come out, rather it was Dan Rather on David Letterman talking about uh, people celebrating, rather it was Washington Post article talking about uh, Muslims celebrating in New Jersey, rather it was uh, different local news reports saying Muslims celebrated on 9-11. The media, the liberals fired back and said, fine, we'll give you that some, some Muslims, as reported, celebrated on 9-11. Thousands. For Trump to say thousands is just flat out wrong. Remember Chuck Todd? You lied. So here's Politico doing what they condemned Trump for doing. So they're saying what Hillary Clinton said about the Trump supporters was right. And why is it right? Because there's video at rallies of Trump supporters acting bigoted, uh, acting misogynistic, acting 
like racist. Well, they don't have video of 30 million people acting like that. They don't have video of 10 million people acting like that. They don't have video of a million people acting like that. At the most, throughout the campaign, they might have video, 100. Maybe they have different video of 100 people. I'll give them, I'll give them 1,000 people. How about that? I'll give them 1,000 people. But for Eli Stokes and Hades Gold to actually say that there's video evidence, Hillary Clinton's claim that half of Donald Trump supporters are racist and bigots is ludicrous. It's preposterous. And they're doing exactly what they condemned Donald Trump for doing when he said he's seen thousands of Muslims celebrating on 9-11. And the media eventually had to admit there was some celebration, but it wasn't thousands. It was a handful scattered in New Jersey and in New York. And then Hades and Eli continue. And on Sunday, Clinton appearing weak in the heat while leaving the 9-11 memorial. Weak in the heat? Are, are you serious, Eli and Hades? Weak in the heat? She collapsed. Talk about a liberal spin, you hacks. You low-life hacks. You're going to talk about Donald Trump being graded on a curve? Obama's going to talk about Donald Trump being graded on a curve? You hacks. You don't even put that she collapsed, appeared weak in the heat? By all accounts that aren't liberal hacks, it wasn't hot Sunday morning. Okay, it wasn't hot. This did not happen at two o'clock on July seventh. Okay? It happened September eleventh in the morning in New York City. It was low seventies with a breeze. Talking about Donald Trump being graded on a curve? Like I said, this is an Obama liberal talking point. But their, their, their wires are so crossed because Obama's blaming the press. And the press is blaming, I guess, other people in the press. So... Hades Gold and Eli Stokes are blaming other people in the press for handling Trump with kid gloves as they say Hillary Clinton appeared weak in the heat. The, the, the audacity. You want to talk about audacity? 
the audacity, okay, the audacity of Eli and Hades are beyond immense. Beyond immense. Beyond immense. So Clinton appearing weak in the heat while leaving the 9-11 memorial, has subsequent announcement that she had been diagnosed with pneumonia drew alarmed response about her health, building on one of Trump's favorite attacks on her fitness for office. Trump's own health and comparable age have received far less scrutiny, even though he has produced only a single doctor's letter dashed off by a gastrologist in five minutes attesting to his vigor. Not to mention his diet of meatloaf and McDonald's. But again, Hillary Clinton has a history of health problems. And it's not a history of health problems that you have to get from a doctor. We've seen it. We've witnessed it. You haven't witnessed it and you haven't seen it with Trump. So what are you talking about? Oh, it's a double standard. How is it double standard? Obama back in 08, Obama back in 08 basically produced a letter. McCain produced over a thousand pages of medical records. Why? Because McCain had health problems in the past. They were documented. He had cancer. He's got a gimp arm from being beaten by the Viet Cong. Obama was a 40-something-year-old healthy-looking, football-playing freshman senator. So people weren't too concerned about a 70-page diagnosis from Obama's doctors. There was no reason. There, there, there was no inkling. But there was for McCain. There's no double standard, Eli. There's no double standard, Hades, you liberal hack or hack Hillary Clinton. Okay, fell many years ago, hit her head, got a concussion, eventually led to brain brain clots. She basically almost died. She had to have brain surgery. She did an FBI interview where she told the FBI that she forgot huge chunks of her life while serving in uh, the Secretary of State position. Head drama. She's had a cough. That sounds like she has tuberculosis or miliofeminosis or COPD for over a year now. The coughing fit two weeks ago was not the first coughing fit. Okay? She then loses consciousness and gets dragged into a van. 
That is why people are saying, hey, what's going on with her? And no one is asking about Trump's health because he hasn't experienced any of those things. The guy's flying around from state to state, jumping in this, this rally, that rally, this rally. I don't care if the guy's g- d- drinking pints of Crisco grease. There's no evidence that we see of health situations. So there is no double standard. And if you're going to claim double standard, you have to claim double standard with Obama and McCain because Obama didn't produce all of these records because people went, the guy looks healthy. Grandpa, not so healthy. Trump's older, but he acts like he's 20. So, hey, this, Eli Stokes, Politico, you hack. You hacks. You shills. That's why nobody is alarmed by Donald Trump. Because he hasn't done anything to alarm anybody. He hasn't clutched his chest and said, oh my God, I shouldn't have eaten that Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh my God, I shouldn't have eaten that McDonald's. He hasn't done that. But Hillary Clinton lost consciousness. If it wasn't for the Secret Service fast acting, she would have did a face plant. She would have smashed her face on the concrete. So after Hades and Eli go, not to mention his diet of meatloaf at McDonald's, such a double standard wouldn't exist with any candidate but Trump, who's president uh, and, and, and uh, eagerness to bulldoze political norms makes him both challenging for media to hold account and endearing to supporters who are excited to see someone taking an ax to the system they no longer trust. When he's confronted with inconsistency or contradiction in his own past, he glosses over it, denies it, or jumps past it. Frank Senso, a former CNN Washington Bureau chief and now director of School of Media and Public Affairs at George Washington University, we have not seen a candidate that's not held accountable by the public for the kinds of things he's done. See? They're mad at the public. They're mad at the public. That's why Hillary said, you're, you're all deplorable. All you people that support Trump, you're deplorable. How can you not like me? I'm likable. You should like me. That's why Eli and Hades go, you know, there's evidence that what Hillary said was true. There's evidence, really? Yeah, there's video of Trump support. Really, you have video of 30 million Trump supporters acting like racist misogynists? Really? No, you don't, you liberal hacks. Lawler's gentle questioning. Gentle questioning. Yes, Mr. Trump, three years ago you tweeted, what do you expect when you put men and women together? Rape! That's a gentle questioning? (laughs) That's gentle questioning? 
Like, what was I, – I, I just – I want these people to tell me what Matt Lauer was supposed to do when Trump goes, well, hey, you know, I think we should have the courts. I think we got to have the courts. Nobody gets uh, 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 prosecuted. We got to have the courts. So what was Matt Lauer supposed to do? Slap him? Shut up! You bastard! You bastard! What was he supposed to say? He said, hey, man, you, you, make, you made light of rape. You made light of rape. What, what, what else was he supposed to say? When Trump said, well, I think we got to have courts. We got to do this. Really, that's what you take, Mr. Trump? I don't like that answer. Oh, you don't like that answer, Mr. Lawler? I think you should give me another answer. Mm, okay, well, this is the same answer I'm going to give you. I don't like that. Like, what is he supposed to say? I don't get it. Like I said in the beginning of this bit, they're just mad that Lauer asked Hillary about the email server. And because she has no answers to it, because she's just completely, like, listen, when you've completely lied about it, to the point where it's like over the top, over the top. You could say, "Oh, Trump lies. He does this." They're not. They're, they're not. A lot of the Trump things are just exaggerations. They really are. Like the whole Muslim celebrating. Eventually, the media had to come out and say, "Okay, there was celebrating. There was celebrating." but not thousands. All right. You got an exaggeration. No different than Obama saying, if you like your coverage that you have now, if you like your, uh, uh, your, your, your uh, uh, health insurance, you could keep it. That, that, that's a lie. Your premiums aren't going to go up. Mm, yeah, they did. Yeah, you know, come on. Come on now. The media... And the liberals are mad because Matt Lauer asked Hillary Clinton about the emails. Like, it's the unwritten rule. You're not supposed to. Lawler's gentle question to Trump. After grilling Clinton over the use of her email server and her 2003 vote in Iraq war, is but one example of television journalism treating the GOP nominee with kid gloves. Indeed, the media industry as a whole has become addicted to the television ratings and higher click rates generated by Trump. Among media executives, the treatment of Trump by some networks and reporters is directly related to the leverage he holds, and he knows it. Well, what reporters, I would like to know? What reporters somehow kiss his ass? What reporters? Who? Chris Matthews? Really? You, like, who? What reporters? What reporters kiss his ass? I just want to know that. Definitely not Chris Matthews. And you can't talk about Sean Hannity because they're supposed to do what they do. No different than Rachel Maddow is supposed to do what she does with Hillary Clinton. Hug her, burn her ear. I love you. So what reports? Wolf Blitzer? Anderson Cooper? I remember Anderson Cooper telling Donald Trump that his answer 
was that of something a five-year-old would say? You remember when Anderson Cooper did the whole town hall meeting with Trump? And they went back and forth about uh, the Ted Cruz, Heidi Cruz, uh, Melania Trump picture, and why did he retweet that? And Trump says, well, he did it first. Anderson Cooper says, well, I'll do respect, Mr. Trump. That's something a a, a five-year-old would say. Anderson Cooper calling Donald Trump a five-year-old is handling him with kid gloves? Really? Like, who? (laughs) Who? I mean, that's that's just BS. Again, it's the Democrats mad that voters are for Trump. So they're going to blame the media because they don't want to blame the voters because Hillary did a huge F up with that. The media going to blame other media outlets. Seriously, they're going to blame other media outlets. Bizarre. So they're going to blame other Colleagues, even though they themselves, like Eli and Hades, over the top guilty of protecting Hillary when they don't call what happened to her Sunday a loss of consciousness. I mean, over. I, 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 I just. <laughs> and then they continue. Although, uh, Trump is personally more involved in the process than most candidates are, or at least admit to be, said one network news executive. Granted, an anonymity to speak privately. His team is very keen on making sure he's comfortable with who the interviewer is and the placement of the news cycle. He understands news very well. He's more involved directly in booking than typical candidates have been. They say, yes, a lot more. That's not a surprise. A lot more than Hillary. So that's his fault? That's his fault? Hillary knows how to work Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel for money, and Donald Trump knows how to work the media. He knows how to work the news cycle. He knows how to work publicity. That's his fault? So he's a bad guy? For knowing how to work the news cycle and the placement. And he's involved. His appearances. That's wrong. Anytime somebody breaks the system. There's anarchy. Anytime someone breaks the system. There's anarchy. Nobody likes a system to change. Everybody wants it to be the same. Everybody wants there still to be records. Everybody wants it to still be VHS cassette tapes. I I, I mean, it's just... Although that executive said Trump asks for specific anchors or moderators less than others... The GOP nominee is clear about which ones he prefers. It's hard to envision Trump agreeing to last week's NBC forum 
where Rachel Maddow or Chuck Todd would be asking the questions. Well, duh. Why would you have two liberal hacks that do opinion shows asking questions in a debate forum setting? Hillary Clinton wouldn't agree to have Sean Hannity ask her questions. Why is it out of the norm for Trump and his people to say, we're not going to do any forum that has Rachel Maddow asking us questions? Why is that wrong? Hillary Clinton would never agree any type of forum where Sean Hannity is asking her questions. And if you compare, Hannity and Rachel are both the same. They really are. Hannity is the conservative Republican version of Rachel Maddow. They're both They're both their side's bomb throwers. Rachel Maddow throws bombs at Republicans, and Sean Hannity throws bombs at Democrats. Rachel Maddow doesn't hide the fact that she is a liberal and she is a Democrat. She doesn't hide from that. She doesn't run from that. And Sean Hannity doesn't hide or run from the fact that he is a Republican. He is a conservative. Rachel Maddow doesn't hide from the fact that she thinks Republicans, by and large, are deplorable. And Sean Hannity equally, by and large, thinks Democrats are deplorable. So why in the hell is it wrong or, you know, Whatever, or for Trump's people to say, we're not going to agree to have Rachel Maddow or Chuck Todd asking questions. Because Hillary would never agree to have Sean Hannity or Bill O'Reilly. They go on to say there's wide speculation among media executives. I love it, speculation. When Republicans or Republican press do the whole speculation, they get called conspiracy theorists. But liberals, it's, you know, it's good journalism. It's wide speculation among media executives that Lester Holt, who Trump is comfortable with, was chosen to moderate the first debate with Clinton later this month in order to appease the GOP nominee. Similarly, some also believe that Fox News' Chris Wallace was tapped to moderate the third and final debate to lessen the chance that Trump would skip it. And then they continue. People are willing to give Trump a pass because he doesn't have a career in service. And I think that's the wrong approach because you should be assessing the candidate's readiness to do the job, said 
Lahee Chen, an advisor to Mitt Romney's 2012 campaign, who recalls how Romney in comparison with Trump's behavior on an almost daily basis would be now considered minor mistakes. It's like they go to a, a bitter, disgruntled Romney employee. What are they going to say? Exactly. People have, so, have such low expectations because this campaign had been so dysfunctional that when they run like a normal campaign should run, people tend to give him a lot of credit. It's like they don't want to admit what I've always said. It has less to do with unconventional and then conventional and grading on a curve and more to do with personality. And there used to be a time when you would hear this as an explanation for Trump, but people can't bring themselves in the media to actually admit that people like Trump. They just can't admit it. So they come up with all these nuances. They like Trump. No different than Democrats look at Bill Clinton and completely disconnect his history and everything Bill Clinton did that was pretty disgraceful. They shrug that off. They disconnect themselves from it. It's personality. People like Donald Trump. No different than people liked Barack Hussein Obama. It's real simple. There's not a lot of nuance to it. There's not a lot of conventional, non-conventional, low bar, curve. It has nothing to do with that. People like Trump. End of story. End of story. So, hate is gold. Eli Stokes. You're liberal hacks. That's all you are. That's all you'll ever be. You blame other news outlets for being too light on Trump while you coddle and baby Hillary. Democrats, Obama, Hillary, blame the media for coddling Trump even though every single day there's a story about Trump from 20 years ago, 30 years ago, you have Washington Post reporters lined up to investigate every aspect of Trump 
not because the public needs to know, but because they hope it will bring down his chance at the presidency. This is the world we live in right now. This is the media being exposed. It's the Rob Zakari Show. We're done for the day, ladies and gentlemen. You've been great. You've been awesome. You are the best audience in the world. Don't forget, you can follow us at Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Spreaker. You can follow us on Blog Talk Radio. And now you can follow us on iHeartRadio. Go there. We'll see you guys tomorrow. You are the best. You rule. Be good. Be safe. And we will uh, see you again. Goodbye.